Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hey there. I know there is so much going on in the world, and it's so easy to get caught up thinking you just need to get through this time and you just need to survive. There's rising costs and inflation, delays in getting products, struggles hiring and retaining good people, trying to get that edge that allows sales to rise and customer loyalty to increase, figuring out how to stand out online in a sea of competition when you haven't even gotten your website completely done. But I'm here to tell you there's a better way to approach these things. There's a better way to approach this time that we're going through, a way that will lead to higher profits, more money in your pocket, and more time to do the things you love to do. And that's where I come in. I come in to help you fix what's broken, plug the holes, so you can insulate your business from any impacts that might come your way. Over the past decade, I've helped many product-based business owners to turn their business around and increase their income and their profits 20%, 30%, and even up to 80%. Yes, I said that correctly, and you heard that correctly. So what did they do? They stopped spending money on random marketing and software that doesn't work. They hired a high-impact, high-growth team to help them move the business forward so they didn't have to do everything themselves They implemented processes to streamline work so they could do more with less, and they increased profitability by really and truly understanding their numbers. And most importantly, they started thinking like a CEO and not just a small business owner. And you can do this too. You really can. And I want to help you. You and me working one-to-one to get the results you've been working towards for years. Imagine going from six figures to seven figures to eight figures, even to nine figures. It's totally, totally possible. So apply to work with me in my exclusive Business Masters one-to-one program and let's do this. Spaces are limited. Unfortunately, there's only one me, but the results that you get are truly extraordinary. So you going to do it? Are you in? I look forward to seeing you on our next call. I was recently asked a question. Um, It was kind of a question slash statement. And it was centered around, is brick and mortar going away? Are brick and mortar businesses going away? Particularly as it relates to retail establishments, But even, you know, what will restaurants look like, you know, as we move forward? And the truth is, is that I, and this is based on my own convictions, brick and mortar is not 
going away. It will never go away. Why? Because people love connection. People love connection. They love interaction with other human beings. It also creates, when you have a brick and mortar business, there is a different experience that happens. It's a, it's a different experience. Okay. Let's just call it that. Um, versus when you have completely online. And I know that online business, and I talk a lot about different things that you can do to build your online presence and and how you can build an online business. And I am not discrediting online businesses at all. I'm just saying that brick and mortar business owners believe based on you know, the fear that is put out there into, onto the, you know, the interwebs that brick and mortar businesses are going to go away, that they're a dying breed and that everybody's moving online because it's so much easier. One of the biggest pet peeves I have is when I talk to business owners and I hear from them and I don't, I am not discrediting this business at all by any stretch because I buy from them myself but I hear a lot from them, well, I'm not really selling my products, so um, maybe I should just open an Amazon store. Do you think I should open an Amazon store? My answer is no. No. (laughs) If you really truly believe in your business, what you do, and the experience that you create for everybody that walks through your front door, then no, you don't want to create an Amazon store. Even if you don't necessarily have all the knowledge about creating an e-commerce store yourself, it's okay. You still don't necessarily want to build an Amazon store unless, unless it is in your strategy and your plan to grow your business and it aligns with what it is that you want to do. But people just assume that more often than not that, oh, I need to compete with the big people or I need to get myself out in front of the masses. And the truth is, you don't really need to do it that way. You can do it yourself. And the biggest thing that I tell people when they ask me this question, you know, about you know, is brick and mortar going away? The biggest thing that I tell people, and I believe this and I teach it and I guide people that I work with every single day about this, is that brick and mortar will never go away because people crave authenticity. People crave that connection. And when you go into a brick and mortar business, I don't care if it's a coffee shop, your favorite coffee shop down the street, or your favorite boutique to buy clothes, or your favorite restaurant, when you go into that brick and mortar business, if the experience is done right, and if the business owner is aligned, has the experience aligning with, you know, what it is, what their vision is for their business and what it is that they're trying to do, it will have so much more authenticity because everything will be reflective of whatever that vision is that the business owner has. 
And that's what sets brick and mortar businesses apart from everybody else, from the big guys, from the big conglomerates, is they have a chance to do things differently. They have a chance to, you know, really bring uniqueness into their business. They have a chance to do things their own way, how they want to, when they want to, with who they want to, whatever, without a lot of the red tape and a lot of the hoops that you have to jump through in corporate retail or corporate restaurants or those big chains. It is a lot harder for bigger businesses to pivot because there's a lot of steps and a lot of things that they need to do in order to pivot when they need to or in order to do things differently. There's a lot of a lot of things that they need to cover before they can even launch something, which again makes it a lot easier for a smaller business, particularly a brick and mortar, to really say, what is it? What kind of an experience we want to create for our customers? And how can we put that experience into absolutely every single thing that we do? Brick and mortar is not going away. In fact, I believe, and I recently had a conversation with two people who were starting businesses and they asked, do you think I'm crazy for wanting to to start a, a local business, a physical location? Do you think I'm crazy for doing it now, especially with everything that we just came out of with COVID and everything that's happening now with all of the uncertainty of the economy? And I'm like, no, you're not crazy. And if anybody tells you crazy, they're crazy. Because the truth is, is that brick and mortar businesses, any brick and mortar business, they are, and I truly believe this, they are the backbone of any community. You don't have a local coffee coffee shop. You don't have a local restaurant. You don't have boutiques. You don't have those local businesses in a community. What happens to the community? It kind of gets dingy. And I've seen it. I've seen it in, in places around me where they had a ton of retail or they had, a, they had a bunch of restaurants and then businesses kept closing down. And what happened was the when that part of the economy shuts down, I believe people shut down. I believe that when you don't have a main street with those brick and mortar businesses, a town looks dingy and lifeless. There's no connection. There's no reason for people to get together and to to gather at a place to enjoy food or enjoy some some coffee or some drinks or some cocktails or, you know, buy some clothes or, you know, whatever. When there is no local life, there is, there's, it's like lifeless. A town can be lifeless. And when you have a town or a city or, you know, whatever that has those brick and mortar businesses, it comes to life. People want to go out and spend their money and shop and dine and, and take yoga classes or, you know, whatever. They want to go out and they want to spend their money. Why? Why? Because of the connection, because of that authenticity. Because here's the thing, the underlying piece of all of this, when it comes to brick and mortar businesses, is the people that start local businesses, the people that start those brick and mortar businesses, they have a dream. They have a dream. They have a goal. They have a difference 
that they want to make. I'm not saying bigger businesses don't have that. But I think as you grow and as you get bigger and as, you know, you really like especially stretching into like corporate, a lot of that kind of gets watered down um, because you do have a lot of hoops because you do have, it's almost like the energy gets dissipated because there's so many other things that need to be focused on because they are so big. But those local business owners, those brick and mortar business owners, they had a dream. They had a dream to make a difference. They had a dream to start a business. They had a dream to tap into something that it, that they were passionate about or that they were really good at and bring it into a community. So when people say to me or when people ask me, do you think brick and mortar is a dying breed? Do you think brick and mortar is going away? Because there is a lot of digital stuff out there. Believe me. I know because again, I teach it. And the truth is also you can have a brick and mortar business and have that digital piece to it, but you don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to say, we need to go completely online. I have a client who has a brick and mortar business and they were like, we need to go online. We need to have an e-commerce store. We need to, we need to do this, yada, yada, yada. And what they're finding is, is that that's not necessarily what their customer wants. And instead of having a traditional e-commerce site, they've decided to do something different, to carve their own path and break out of the traditional e-commerce mode and create something that is what their customer wants, that, that keeps that experience that they've always been known for when people buy from them online. So what it comes down to, again, is brick and mortar business owners have the ability to customize and to really connect with their customers. So when people ask me, is brick and mortar, is brick and mortar going away? Is it dying? The answer is no. In fact, truth is brick and mortar has a chance for a rebirth. That's how I look at it. With everything that we've been through, this is a time to have a resurgence of brick and mortar businesses. This is a a time to rebuild the communities and do things differently. And that's one of the biggest things is this is a chance if you shift your perspective to do things differently in your own business. And I'm going to be talking a lot more on this show about as a brick and mortar business owner, what can you do differently and how can you do things differently? And if you're a brick and mortar business owner and you're thinking to yourself, maybe I should shut my doors or maybe I should reduce my business, you know, my physical business and and really go online. I challenge you and I encourage you to ask yourself some questions. Number one, what is it? What is that experience that I really want to create for my customer? Number two, what is my customer really looking for? What are they frustrated about in my industry? And what what are they really looking for? And number three is, how can you do things your own way? And not necessarily the same way that everybody else does them. So if you think that you need to open up an Amazon store, explore it. Just think to yourself, does this align with what I want to do? Does this, I mean, because 
once you open up an Amazon store, you get watered down a bit. So you lose a lot of that brand identity. So ask yourself those questions. Is, is that part of your plan? Is that part of your vision? Is that part of your strategy? The answer is no, you don't need to do it. There's other things that you can do instead. But start with those three questions. And remember, brick and mortar isn't going anywhere because communities need to thrive. Communities need to grow. Communities need to stay filled with life. And that's exactly what local businesses do for a community. So until next time, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And the one thing I would like to let you know about is we are going to be conducting a workshop starting. It's a five-day workshop. It's a half an hour each day on live on LinkedIn. Um, and it's going to be starting July 11th. And we're going to talk all about how brick and mortar businesses, how local businesses can thrive during these times. You don't have to fold up shop. You don't have to run in fear. You don't have to, you know, completely cut super important expenses and cut people. You can do things differently to continue to grow, to continue to build your business and to continue to stay in your community. So stay tuned. July 11th, we are going to be putting a link in the show notes. We're going to be on LinkedIn Live um, at one o'clock. So join us there um, for this five-day workshop. Again, it's 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes, just take 30 minutes and you will get so many insights and so much knowledge out of this, things that you can implement right away. So I look forward to seeing you there. But until then, have a wonderful rest of your week. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.